two months after Congress enacted and President Obama signed cybersecurity information sharing legislation, the administration is finalizing plans to create a portal at the Department of Homeland Security to allow the sharing of threat data between the government and business. And the Obama administration has launched a marketing campaign of sorts to get private sector organizations to share threat information in the voluntary program. That's because there's some skepticism within the business community about the voluntary nature of the cyber threat information sharing program, as expressed by the CEO of privacy company Takuto, Elisa Shavinsky, on the PBS NewsHour. They say that it's voluntary, but if the government comes to you and says that they want information, it's tricky to stand up and say no. A top DHS cybersecurity policymaker, Assistant Secretary Andy Osmond, sought to assuage such concerns at a Wall Street Journal cybersecurity forum this week. That's why we really have to distinguish indicator sharing from incident reporting. Companies are generally extremely willing to share indicators, um, and even before the legislation, we could convince them to do it. We just had to have general counsel spend a lot of time walking them through the law. Now, the, the legislation will make that more clear because indicators are relatively low cost to you because, again, you're generating them all day, every day, whether or not you've had an intrusion. It's absolutely more sensitive to talk about, did you have an intrusion? And right now, the most success we have on that is either when a company needs our help directly, then they obviously reach out, um, or they report it through their ISAC or similar group and we get the anonymized results. I will say if you want to report an incident, uh, I would encourage you to report to either us or to law enforcement. I'm, I'm fine either way. If you're uncomfortable, you can report to us. We right now have statutory protections we can give you where that fact cannot be used for regulatory purposes, can't be accessed in civil litigation, can't be accessed in Freedom of Information Act requests, and we even anonymize it internally. I'm hearing about incidents at companies all day long. I don't know who the companies are because my team has already anonymized it. That is a great protection that we can give you right now, today, uh, if you want to talk to us about an incident. Mm -hmm. Former National Security Agency Director Mike Hayden, speaking at last week's Vail Global Energy Forum, cautions that the benefits of the new law to encourage businesses to share cyber threat information with the government shouldn't be overstated. It's been lingering for a couple of Congresses. We finally got the legislation passed. It is good news, but it is a small, it's, it's about sharing threat information and, and, and lifting liability when they share information with the government. It's good, but it's a small step, and it was years in coming. Hayden's point isn't disputed by the Obama administration. White House Cybersecurity Coordinator Michael Daniels, speaking at the Center for Strategic and International Studies, says he sees information sharing as a foundational element in the government's ability to combat the cyber threat. It is certainly not the end-all and be-all of what we need to do because certainly actually just the act of sharing information doesn't in fact make anybody better off unless you do something with the information on the other end. If the government isn't doing something with the information we get from the private sector or that the private sector is not doing something with the information they get from the government. But in order to enable that action, in order to enable intelligent and well-informed action, you need to have that information sharing going on. Though much of the talk around the legislation and new DHS portal centers on encouraging the private sector to share threat information with the government, the new law also makes it easier for the government to share threat data with businesses. That's appealing to many sectors, including healthcare. Samantha Birch is Senior Director of Congressional Affairs at HIMSS, the Healthcare Information and Management Systems Society. And Birch tells my colleague, Healthcare InfoSecurity Executive Editor Marianne Kolbasak-McGee, that she doesn't see healthcare providers furnishing threat information to the government. 
it's not really the healthcare organizations themselves that have cyber threat information to share with the government. It's really the government that has cyber threat information to share with the private sector, including healthcare organizations. So I think our hope is that this legislation will begin to set up an infrastructure where the government is more willing to share information with the private sector. So in the case of healthcare, healthcare organizations can be better positioned to identify and defend against cyber threats. Homeland Security's Osment sees benefits for healthcare providers and other institutions in receiving cyber threat data from the government, though he encourages two-way information sharing. That's especially true, he says, when the cyber assailant is a spy or saboteur who seek to steal critical information such as intellectual property or cause damage to IT systems through advanced persistent threats and other means. You may not know for years that you had a spy or a saboteur on your network. And so one of the key things you need to think about is if you are a target of a spy or a saboteur, is how do you create that feedback cycle? And the primary mechanisms are looking for traffic leaving your network, whether it's command and control or somebody stealing data, or working with the government, sharing threat information. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro.